Hey everybody, this is Love About Town, the show where two brown nerds discuss dating, sex, relationships, and love in general in New York City. Today, we've got a guest I'm super excited about, but first up, it's me, your host, Kenise Mobley, and... Your boy, Rohan, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We got our wonderful returning champion, Devin Walker, and we talk about retreading, the best way to take a dick pic, and how we've both, Kenise and I, run into Devin on dates. So check it out. Thanks so much for listening. And now, Love About Town with Devin Walker. Please yeah. welcome Devin Walker. Ooh, Devin. What's up, dude? It's, it's beautiful to be back on the pod. I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful to have you back. Yeah, You're, how are you? Yeah, what's up with you? I'm like not, I'm like doing well, all things considered, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think I'm doing bad like everybody, but like not. Right. But like normal bad, not, <laughs> not you know, not like extra bad. Mm. I yeah. think some people are doing extra bad in the quarantine. Oh, a you million know? percent. What are the but, signs of someone doing extra bad? Like, sometimes I look on Instagram and I'm like, oh, I don't think this person's okay. But like, I wonder what those signs are for everyone else. Uh, people, people going live a lot. People going live just to discuss like, what you know generally what's going on you know like not even they're not even doing a show they're just like they're just they're just like man been watching football lately they're just trying to run bits and i'm like oh you're, you're yeah that there's like it's, there's like three people on the live so it's no nobody's watching it and they're just talking for an extended period of time that's extra bad that's something you gotta Ooh, yeah. okay i won't this is, do that this will be this will be my controversial take on this but mm. if you're doing like a zoom album or some shit like that, bro, just chill out. It's okay. We're going to come back in like six months. It's fine. Don't do that shit. That, that's a thing. And also like all the people that I see that are still doing like five sets a night, but they're like going around all these parks. I'm like, that's, you're unwell. You're unwell. If you- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We all like stand-up comedy, but if you like, if you're doing four park shows in a day, you need this in a way that you gotta, you gotta reassess, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't be getting, because what, out of that park show, maybe one of those is going to be like, all right, that was, that was nice. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe, right. Yeah. And yeah, too, totally. You're, you're chasing, you're, you're refusing to confront your own mortality or whatever, <laughs> whatever the pandemic sort of instilled in you, like when it started and you were like, oh God, this could go away forever. Some people were like, okay, this go away forever. I'm going to ride it out until I can figure it out. And there are other people who are like, I refuse to acknowledge that this exists. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse to exactly. let the pandemic dictate my life. <laughs> and it's like, exactly. bro. It should. Yeah. It should dictate your life. <laughs> yeah, for sure it should. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's a big that's a big red flag. I know a person who tra- who had never lived in Austin before who went down to Austin cuz they were like, yeah, I heard like their shows opening up. Like I heard they're starting to do more shows. And now I've been seeing this person doing shows in like, in like random places, like in the suburbs, like indoor comedy shows. And I'm like, my man, you have a, you have a brain sickness. Yeah. <laughs> Indoors now? Absolutely. And not in like, in like Trump country, Texas. Right. I was going to say. If you go outside of the city, you're almost immediately in a Trump environment. Ugh. I just imagine sitting there, like, talking at people who aren't wearing masks. 
And then, like, my comedy, they're not going to like me. Like, or some people like me from those areas, but some people are like, why did they let her talk? So, no, yeah, no, thanks. Yeah, you can't do, like, the comedy that you want to do. You're just doing comedy for the sake of doing comedy. You're, like, not able to, like, get a real reaction or, like, you know, play to an audience you want to play to. It's just, like, there's there are live bodies here. Okay. Like, <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, you got to assess why you need it that bad. Because at that point, then I don't, then I think it's like a, you know, you got you to gotta talk to a professional about that, I think. Agreed. Oh. I, have you heard that there are people who are starting comedy right now? That there are people who are like <laughs> starting comedy, they're doing Zoom open mics that they pay for. And they, oh. this is their introduction to what comedy is. Fuck. I did, I did an outdoor show. This was one of the last shows I did, maybe like two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um. Afterwards, all the comics were hanging out. This one actually ended up being pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But the comics were all like hanging out, talking afterwards. And this kid comes up. He's probably like 21 years old. And he was just like saying nice things about everybody. He was like, well, I've really been thinking about getting into comedy. Can you guys give me some pointers on like how to do that? And I was like, my man, don't. don't. <laughs> yeah, don't. don't wait, wait till the vaccine comes out and yeah. then reassess the landscape. But you do not need to be trying to fit it's hard enough to try to figure out how to do comedy in new york in general at least i yeah. would imagine I, right. none of us started in new no. york right but i always anybody who started in new york or la i'm like god bless you because yeah. i i wouldn't have i wouldn't have been able to cut it in that no same i wouldn't have been much. able to develop like a voice or like 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 understand what i like and what i don't like because yeah. i would just be in front of like so many comedians or like just audiences that don't give a fuck and like exactly. already starting in boston you get a little bit of that but you also do get in front of actual audiences. And I'm sure Austin is the same way, but like New York where, God, there's just so many Nobody cares. Yeah, Yeah, they see the, like literally the most famous people who do this, they see those people all the time. So they're like, you, I should care why? Um, In Boston, Boston, did they have open mics with audiences? No. (laughs) I mean, okay, that that is not true. it would be an open mic at a bar. Okay. And there were people who were at the bar who just yeah. <laughs> had yeah. drinks. Yeah. And then so you'd like try to get their attention and they would not. They'd like face away from you. <laughs> Am- ambush open mics. Yes. Um, I, open mic too. Come on, Kenise. Was there ever any audience at Middle East? That's, that's the bar I'm talking about. At the Middle East, it would be <laughs> a thing where there's just people trying to have a nice night and then suddenly... 45 people get five minutes a piece to yeah. rant and rave. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm so glad. I mean, I, I wasn't going to go to that mic anyway, but I'm happy that it's closed. Okay. Yeah. They, they don't do that mic anymore. But yeah, no, no. They, it was like, yeah, very much ambush type shit. But Austin, was there actual audience? Uh, For like, for a handful. Yeah. Like there were definitely plenty. There were definitely plenty of ambushes. There mm. were plenty where like, there there were there was yeah there was plenty where like in new york i feel like they'll have their shit completely separated where it's like the open mic is in this back room so none of the patrons really have to yeah. even know that it's happening yeah like in austin like there was this one coffee shop called cherry cherrywood coffee shop where like it was where all the kids from ut would go study and so like you would basically set up the open mic and then sometimes you would start your set and you would see college kids like put on headphones as turning their chairs around so they didn't have to look at you like while you're trying to get these bits off but then sometimes you could get them sometimes yeah. like sometimes like and that people, was about really good to like get them in that moment when they're trying not to get caught 
That's yeah, because there's definitely like the people who put their headphones in it. And then there's the other people who are like, I really need an excuse to procrastinate right now. Yes. And I just don't have one. And then your mics are, oh my God, comedy. I love comedy. Exactly. I've been looking for it. Yeah. And so there were, there were a decent amount of ambush mics. And like there was, yeah, there was no separation of church and state like there is in New York. There was yeah. like, we're just performing to whoever is there. And, but there were like three mics over the course of a week where there was for sure gonna be an audience there. And the audience like were people who came specifically to see the open mic. Like the like the first place I ever did stand up, this place that recently closed, Cap City Comedy Club, mm -hmm. was um, yeah, like I mean you would get anywhere from like fifty to hundred people would come to that mic on Sundays. Wow. And you would and that but like that helped me. And there was, yeah. there was another smaller club that was a similar thing where you were at least gonna get 30, 40, 50 people that would come in. And then you really could get an idea of how your jokes played to an audience. Yeah. And so you could like practice saying shit at like the mics where you were ambushing people just to get the words out. And then like three days a week, you knew there were different mics you could go to where like people would actually be there to listen to you, which was nice. Mm -hmm. And yeah. honestly, I don't, I don't know where I end up in, like in comedy if I don't have that. I don't, I don't think, oh. I, I don't think anything happens, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's lovely to think like I went down to DC and in DC I think there's something similar where people like would go shocking to me but yeah people who have money and time would just go to these open mics and it would be like 50 people and I was like why are you here though like yeah why? I've done the mics in DC but I've heard that that's like the biggest city for that yeah I've heard that's the city where like on a regular basis, people are like at open mics. Yeah, it's very weird. And they like will listen and they'll give you feedback. It's it's good, like quality feedback. And it's like, uh, all right. <laughs> I remember when I was two or three years in and I did a mic in DC. My sister used to live in DC. And afterwards people were like, we thought you were funny, but you're so mean. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Were you mean? Did you, did that used to be your style of comedy? I, is it my style? Like, I don't think I've gotten any more or less mean. I think I've been consistently mean this whole time. Yeah, I don't. What I, do you think? You've seen her. You've seen her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You're you're mean, but like you're, but it's like funny, <laughs> and it's like obviously like you're up there on stage like telling a joke and like talking about your own experiences. Yeah, Kenise has always been mean. You had that joke <laughs> when you first started. You had that joke when you when you first started about. Uh, oh fuck, I forgot it, but it was like an abortion <laughs> joke. Oh and yeah. Was, yeah, and like either it killed, like it was like, oh man, that's like the smartest thing I've ever heard, it's really funny. Or like people would be like, I don't know how to react to this. And that's like, <laughs> you know, that's a pretty good summation of your comedy. <laughs> okay, thank <laughs> yeah. you. I like this assessment. I when your audience is on board, you're there, you, you, cr you're, you crush. And then sometimes they're like, but I don't, but what? You said this thing and now I have to think for five seconds? Like, fuck you. Hell yeah. yeah. All right, I'll take it. Yeah. Hell so yeah. Devin, yeah, that's my that's my assessment of Kenise over okay. time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think of Kenise as a as a mean comedian. No, I don't I, I don't think of you as like like you know, like a, a roasting mean comedian. Oh no. But you will say things that'll make people uncomfortable because but that's fine. I don't okay. care about that. Thank you. This is this is an intervention, not just a podcast. <laughs> I appreciate it. I do feel like when I think of and when people think of like Boston comedians though, it is like a 
it is like a brash kind of mean person. <laughs> well, there are people like that, and they're and they're very there are a few good like like Sean Sullivan and Bulger. They're very good comics, yeah. and they like and they're mean. <laughs> they can be mean. <laughs> they can be rude. They're lovely, uh, but the, the the good type of yeah mean, the type yeah of exactly. No, they're not like like they're being honest with you. I love that type of mean. It's yeah. why I no longer live in the South because people <laughs> would say that I was too mean, and so I moved up to Boston and got like a nice lady reputation. Well, sort of. <laughs> Kines, I don't know if we ever talked about this, Devin, but on the pod we've talked about this. Kines used to have these like incredible parties in Boston that she would just have at her house. And like they were always like on theme and it would just be like for comics to like come over and get drunk and high. And they br- it brought the scene together. Aw, yeah. thanks. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely, I miss being in a smaller scene where everybody kind of knows everybody and you mm-hmm. can have those kind of gatherings where it's like, it's almost like high school where it's like if somebody has a party, everybody is there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> As opposed to like you come to New York and it's just so much more disjointed and there's so mm-hmm. many more like little, I mean, every scene has its own little groups, but like there's like little groups within the little groups, you know, yeah. what I mean? where like a party can fully happen and, you know, most people don't even know about it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. In a yeah, way that- I would say like one out of every three parties I hear about, someone just told me like 20 minutes earlier. They're like, we're going to this. Do you want to come? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. And you yeah. only like kind of know the person who's throwing it. You're exactly. Like, oh, yeah, I saw them like five months ago. I think we were on the show. <laughs> and you show, you, you know what I mean? There's so many like, yeah. that. I do, I miss that. About yeah. Have you, let me ask this because we're, because we're, you, both of you are doing outdoor shows. I'm, I mean, I've done a few, but like not, probably not as many as both of you, but like have, is it like, you know how like you do shows before and then like maybe you talk to a girl afterwards or whatever, or a boy or something. Is that like, is, is there still like that hang afterwards where people want to chat with you and shit? No. No, right? None that's of that. Everyone's just kind of like trying to get out so they don't get coronavirus. Yeah, that's completely dead for me. And that was like, you know, that was the main way that I dated. Yeah. Before, before this. That was like the main, cause I, you know, I don't do the apps. So like that was kind of my apps. It was like just being out and then like, you know, would just hang out and then would talk to people. And then like, that's, that's how it was happening for me. Now, everybody's, I mean, the people, I feel like people are mostly coming with, nobody's drinking. That's a big yeah. thing. Where it's like, nobody's getting drinks. So like, you're not even like, you don't even have that liquored up confidence to come up and talk to somebody that you saw perform. You're just like sitting in the park next to your two roommates. And after, <laughs> you know, you're at like a fucking amphitheater. Yeah. You know, side, and I, after it's over, you're just like, all right, well. <laughs> cool. guess, yeah so that's that's been completely quiet for me i don't how about you Kenise? uh i've been at a like and I, I think it's certainly like over the summer when the numbers in new york were very low everyone was like very respectful and wearing masks there were a few shows that i did where people were like hanging out after but even those i was like i will stay around for exactly how long it takes to get the photographer to take a photo of me here so i can say look i did something yeah. um and then i'm leave it like i don't i yeah, I don't want to share air with a lot of people. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's totally fair. Yeah. And like, it just feels very, I don't know, like, because you do the shows and you have fun on stage and then it's just like, you want to hang afterwards and then there's just like nobody, nobody, everyone is too creeped out or they're just like, all right, now it's time for me to go back in. I wonder if that's going to change when we get a vaccine and shit. And also so. like, it doesn't, uh, again, because it's like, there's no, there's nowhere to hang out. You know, where it's like mm-hmm. that, the show that I'm referring to is at Fort Greene Park. Yeah. yeah. And after it's over, like everybody, people stuck around for like 15 minutes and like talked and it was fun. It was nice. Mm-hmm. But then at a certain point, you're like, well, we can't 
get another drink and there's no like there's no other show or like event to go to after this so then there's like that pause where like there's kind of like there's a lapse in the conversation for like five seconds and everybody's like all right well I guess back to the house yeah absolutely people are uh, and this could just be me speaking for myself but i am so less likely to enter an interaction with this like thought of potential it's very much so like so to your point at shows in the past it'd be like oh we'll hang out we'll talk we'll see what happens maybe there's another thing or maybe i'll hear about something else or maybe i'll get a text from somebody and i'll go do this like there was this potential of the moment and so you want to continue being out but now i'm like okay these are the things i want to do i don't want to do anything besides those things i'm not taking risks i'm not doing any of that I'm just doing what I want to do and literally not a second outside of that thing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And people are a little bit more understanding too because they're like, yeah, no, I, I get it. They, <laughs> like, it's a weird, like if this had happened, if that had happened like before before coronavirus, I would have been like, oh God, that person doesn't like me. Like I was offending them. Like I just was being a weirdo. But now it's just like, oh, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> we can only hang out for 15 minutes. Great. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. We're good, yeah. But has it like, prevented you from like dating at all, Devin? Uh, no, I have dated, but it's only been from people like, it's just, it's been retreads. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. No, just you got to. Like, I like that as a, uh, a coined phrase, retreads. That's, yeah. that's solid. That's, that's really... Anyone I've been involved with during the quarantine is someone that I've been involved with in some capacity pre-quarantine. And like, yeah, I like really, I like really tried to date somebody like over the summer. That didn't really, that didn't pan out. And then recently a girl that I went on literally two dates with a year ago, like texted me and was like, do you want to hang out again? And so we hung out a couple of times and like, it's just, but that's it. That's all for me. Like there's, there's really, there's no new people really coming into the fold. No, that, that retreading thing is like, that's such a good term. Cause that's, I mean, I'm dating somebody now because yeah. of like the retreading, like we, we got in contact again and stuff. And so like, but I remember when quarantine first started, like people, people, uh, I was reaching out to people like, yeah. like who I like used to have been like, Hey, so what's up? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing, like maybe like one or two people. And then uh you know we hung out for a little bit maybe we just like like we didn't hook up or anything but we just, like i was like oh but it's it's still like weird it's like oh right this is why it didn't work out in the first place why would it work out now because we yeah, I, oh my god i i'm trying to imagine reaching back out to literally anyone i've ever slept with and i'm like you could do it no i just i remember like what i remember about them is not like the pleasant things what i remember about them is why i stopped seeing them but and that's it, the thing that is but like certainly at the, the beginning of, of COVID, nobody knew what was going on. Like we're closed, and then mm -hmm. everyone's like, "This could be the last opportunity I have to have sex for a long time." Let me go out. Let me let me try and hit up an, an easy target. Easy target. That's not fucked up for a long. Just, just as long as you know that that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the most predatory <laughs> way to yes. a romantic well, interest. <laughs> see ya. See ya. Bye, everyone. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah we've just written off Rohan. I'm Rohan is the weak ones in the herd. The <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been watching a lot of Planet Earth and, and really been <laughs> fucking with my <laughs> fucking with the way I see the world. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Damn, this is the episode that gets me canceled once in a while. Okay. Uh, no, so but you know what I mean. I do know what you mean, but easier lift i don't know there's got to be a better way of phrasing this or like the groundwork has already been laid like, yes what is yes. a project where the pre-production has already happened whatever yeah, that yeah, is yeah. that's what you you, you avoid the initial yeah. like level of awkwardness but then to, to your point i do think that with some of those especially like the girl that i like actually kind of tried to date mm-hmm. after a few months i was just like oh yeah like this is why this is why it wasn't working before and like now those things like they come back to the surface pretty quickly mm-hmm. that ended that yeah yeah but oh no of course and like also with the, the boundaries of dating are also different now because like okay what are your date options you can go for a walk you can maybe go out to like outdoor seating for a drink and like a drink like if, let's say your date's at eight thirty, you can only drink until like 10 and then yeah. what do you do come back to my place we walk around at night for a little while like what do we do i feel like there's just like less options to like enjoy yourself on a date in general right or am i crazy you're i think you're accurate i have a date scheduled for this week um and yeah i we're gonna go to an outdoor restaurant that has heaters and there's one i think next door that has little fires so if we start at like seven we can get one drink at one place with heaters and then move next door to the place with fires so it's like two separate locations which i think helps i don't know but or it could be terrible i could be cold the whole time and being cold makes me mad so so this also kind of fucks up the situation because because everything closes down at 10 mm-hmm. like yeah your date's got to start at like 6 30 or 7 o'clock <laughs> yeah and then you just have to be like well you kind of have to know ahead of time, like, could this person come back to my house? The last few people that I've been out with, uh, I've just been, I've been cooking for them at my house. Whoa, that's nice. I got, I got HelloFresh, kind of a game changer, dog. Yeah. Kind of a, kind of a game changer. Cause it's like, you see, so you already, you have the meal and then mm-hmm. you make the plan and you're like, you know what, let's, re- let's reduce our level of contact. Let's not go out and deal with that. And then you also don't have to deal with the time limit. So it's like, come over. And then what ends up happening is it's also kind of a collaborative project, right? And so it's like, what, what, I, what I tend to do is like, I tend to have like, like I've started, I've got like some of the preliminary work done, but like, it's like a vegetable or two that still needs to get chopped, yes. all right? I got, got music playing in the background. I got a few bottles of wine on deck. The girl inevitably will bring her own bottle of wine. So we got two or three bottles of wine in the mix. I get there, she's like, oh, do you need help with anything? I'm like, oh, you know what? Can you chop these tomatoes real quick? And she's, and now it's, now you've done something together. Drink a couple uh, of of wine. It's a, it's a nice, that's how I- That's great. No, 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 no. But the, I mean, these are people you've met before. So like, the, there's mm-hmm. like a first time out of nowhere, like without meeting them before they're coming to your house. Cause that seems terrifying. Also, no. second follow-up question. Do you live alone? I do. I do live alone. What? I do, like, it's, it's, it's kind of like a, through a loophole. I don't really live alone in the way that, like, which should make you proud of me. Uh, I, you know, it's like some people that are living alone, and it's like, oh, it's because things are, like, going well for you. I'm living alone just kind of, like, circumstantially. Like, my, I had a roommate at the beginning of quarantine, but she's been staying at her, her boyfriend's family has a place upstate, and they've just been staying there. 
Okay. So she was paying rent until like maybe August and then another girl sublet her room for a month. But then pretty much since September, I've just been here alone and there hasn't been anybody in the other room. Incredible. Yeah, which has been cool. But I'm about to move out of this place like literally this week. Oh, Oh, shit. And then I'm going to go back to having roommates again, which will kind of kill the HelloFresh vibe. Oh, man. Where are you moving moving to? Are you moving moving to Connick? I'm moving to Clinton Hill. No comment. Clinton Hill's the best. That's where I live. Clinton Hill. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be we'll be neighbors, and uh, I'm basically you guys. You guys know Carmen Christopher. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm moving. He's like he's gonna be out of town for a few months, and so I'm gonna stay in his place. And what I'm hoping, my Comedy Central job's about to end. What I'm hoping mm-hmm. is that I can get another job, and then after those few months are up, then like get my then really get my own space. Yeah. That's the dream. Because now's the time. Now's the time yep. to get your own apartment. Because mm-hmm. shit is shit is crazy cheap in the city right now. Yeah. I've been looking. I'm looking every day. I want, and I'm applying also for the New York housing lotteries. I want it so badly. Um, and it's not not to besmirch the good name of my roommates, but dear God, oh, I'm old, and I yeah, to I, live alone. That's it. like the. It's so weird because like yeah, it, it, in like other if you lived in like the suburb, be like I'm gonna buy a house, and that's like the thing I'm supposed to do. And in New York, you're just like I would like to live in an apartment alone. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> Even a, studio, I own it. even a studio would be yeah. awesome dude it would be sick yeah i have a I, yeah me, <laughs> my girlfriend got mad at me because like within like three like we've been dating for like two months and then i was just like sending her like two bedrooms be like it'd be cool if we lived here right <laughs> <laughs> and she's like what are you talking about and yeah. i was like i mean um it's this is just for me actually do you think this is just for me. Sorry. Rohan, you, she's like, Rohan, do you think I'm the easiest target? <laughs> yeah. What do you, am I one of your marks, dude? <laughs> no, I'm not one of your marks. She lives in Boston. Yeah. You need to give her some time. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, she lives in Boston. She lives in Boston. Yeah. So it, we met, we went on dates like four years ago and then like a year ago she like slid into my dms and we were chatting but then it was like a distance thing and i was dating here and i was like i know if it could work out and then at the beginning of the pandemic i had like just stopped seeing someone and then like she hit me up and i was like oh well let's chat and then like we've been getting we got along really well and uh yeah just been going to boston every so often not every so often like all the time <laughs> so uh you, had to visit. how do you get to boston uh, I have a I have my parents car because they don't my mom doesn't drive into work anymore so she's just like you can have my car if, especially if you have a girlfriend my parents are very excited that <laughs> I'm dating someone wait does so, that mean yeah. you, got a, you got a brown girlfriend no she's white she's Jewish uh, no but they don't my my uh, parents don't care about that like my brother is married to a white lady like it doesn't it doesn't matter to them Wait, the other significant relationship you had also yeah. a Jewish lady also a Jewish lady okay. also a journalist Being- <laughs> also, also a journalist, also, also brown hair, also okay. Two just, sisters. <laughs> just, being, just observing, just observing. And yeah, yeah. There's, there's. A, I have a pattern. I have a. Okay. And I like, mean, honest yeah. to God, I mean, I think I'm seeing the connection between you two because I've also noticed this pattern in Kanis. Oh yeah, for sure. These are only because of the dates that you run into. Oh yeah, yeah, right. This is what we didn't get on 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 the thing record. Yeah, yeah. Talk about running into each other. So Devin has run into me on two dates. Yeah. Both of which were like, oh, I guess I could go on a date with this person. And then Devin sees me there. And then he assumes that this is the type of person that I date. And now I feel weird about it. So 
That's oh, okay. my position. Devin, Devin, give a play-by-play of the guys that she dated. How oh, we on a scale of one to ten, how weird were their faces? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will, I will say, uh, both both um, uh, Caucasian men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, both Jewish. 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 Yeah, but I was. Uh, yeah, they both appeared to be Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, bearded. Yeah. Just, they look, um, they look like they would be like, like they they seem like they would either work on like the crew, you know, for like a, like a film crew. Okay. They're operating some like some mic equipment or yeah. something like that, or they're like investment bankers. They're one yes. of those. Yes, this they're is of- you nailed it, dude. You fucking wow. nailed their type. <laughs> I accept that. Uh, both of them, one of them. It does work music production. Come on, come yes, on. Let's publishing. Go. So publishing is a little off, okay? It's a little oh, the publishing guy. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, the, dude, no, no, no. It's 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 like that look where where you know, you like you you have like a beard and you look kind of weird face where you're either like good with your hands or like you know, you have funded people who are good with their hands and those people yeah. would have like killed people, you know? Absolutely. They're evil. Absolutely. <laughs> They're and evil. I don't, guys, what are the odds that I've bumped into both of you? On I know. Fucking I don't crazy. bump into anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> multiple times, multiple yeah. times I've bumped into yes. people, which is nuts. Yeah. Kanise, is, is, you're out here. You're dating. You're like doing, you're doing it. Kanise is, is about town. Yeah, of course. I am, you know, I'm still trying to find someone with whom there is a connection. And I means i guess going on a lot of dates i guess i don't know no it's good i don't care i mean this is the thing and this is what i don't know how much you can trust other people where it's like if you're going to go get tested like once a week you should go get tested like once a week if you're going to go on dates right i'm not doing that i have no. gotten tested five times though oh okay there, there so you go getting tested regularly like yeah, regularly that's what i August. meant um and i also limit my exposure and stuff like that yeah, and i wear a mask sure. all the time and these are outdoor dates so yeah yeah, yeah you're like minimizing your risk but like this is the thing is that especially guys like i don't i I don't know about women but like guys like they (laughs) we're trying to invite people to our apartments like all the time dude so (laughs) right like that's the that's i'm not joking remember we were we were at julia's thing and she was and they were talking about how like people are just inviting other people over to their apartments as a first date like and like like we've never met but why don't you come over to my apartment because you can't do anything and they're like sure and so guys are doing that shit all the time. I wouldn't. I don't want to date though. If a dude is right. doing that, I'm like, oh, you're not safe. Like a guy was like, yo, I've been, I, I went to my friend's party. What? And uh, I'd love to get together. I'll send a car to your house. You can just come over to mine. And I was like, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. You've been breathing around dozens, hundreds of people. I'm not. No, thank you. Yeah. And like that's the thing is so so it's just like it, how do you weed out those guys without like I guess you have to straight up ask them right what are you doing like how are you being safe and protecting yourself yeah. and you have to trust their answers you have to trust people which is not my first instinct I'll say I don't think it would be crazy to ask someone like when's the last time that you got tested for COVID like I've I've had that conversation you okay. know you know what's really funny is a girl the girl who uh, was like the most on top of that kind of stuff. The, mo- the girl who was the most like 
when did you get tested? She's like, I'm, she's like, uh, she's staying with her family. So she's like, I don't want to, you know, get them sick or anything like that. Uh, she ended up, we, we hooked up and literally like days later, she tested positive for COVID. Whoa. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, that's not good. Yeah. Like we had hooked up on like a Friday and then on Saturday she was like, Hey, like, are you feeling okay? She's like, I'm feeling like a little off. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it is. And I was like, yeah, I feel great. And then, like, probably two days after that, like, on Monday, she was like, hey, I tested positive for COVID. What did you do? Uh, I went to go get tested the next day. She texted me, like, in the evening, like that, like, that evening. And so it was too late to go then. But I, like, just first thing in the morning, woke up, had to wait in line for, like, three hours uh, to get this COVID test. And yeah. then Fortunately, that was a week where I needed to get tested for other stuff, too. Mm. Like, uh, I, was, I was doing a shoot for work, and mm. we had to get two different tests for that. And, uh, yeah, so I ended up getting, like, four tests that week. So oh, I was very okay. sure that I didn't have. But I was scared that I, like, was asymptomatic and gave this girl COVID. But yeah. what's most likely is I think she probably already had COVID by the time that we hooked up. Yeah. For, and somehow it just didn't, I just didn't get it. Which I can't really explain. That's very lucky. Yeah. Or like the day after it started intubating in her body and you just like, you just happened to miss that period. Yeah, that's fucking great. My, oh, yeah, we have a friend who got COVID and his his girlfriend doesn't have it. Yes. I've they heard live together. I've heard yeah. stuff like this too. Like I went back home and uh, was, I, went to, I went to a wedding and, uh, <laughs> and I went back home and for that and uh some people I went to high school with who are married, they have, they have three kids and the husband got it and the wife did it. And then one of the kids got it, but two of them did it. They need to study these people's blood. I don't understand how this is happening. I mean, I know we have a vaccine on the way or whatever, but I really want to study these people who are living in proximity to it and somehow able to not catch it. uh, You know, I'm one of them clearly. Oh yeah. We're we're the, we're we're the immunes. You got, yeah. We You've got that immune system 2.0, you know? That's right. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that I haven't gotten COVID, truly. I'm, st- I'm surprised. I've been on multiple planes during this time. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, there. I mean, it took Donald Trump like eight months to get COVID. Like, well, he, he should have got COVID. Everybody. Yeah, he signed everybody. He was like trying. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. He was like trying to get COVID and it took him eight months to get it. It's like, it's it just, there's like no rhyme or reason to it, which is what makes it even scarier. It's just like you could do everything and then just, yeah. you know. There's some people who are like, I guess I got it at the grocery store because that's the only place I've been. And you're like, but that's my favorite place right now. That's the only place I go. <laughs> Oh, Where are you going it. on this date, Kenise, on Tuesday or whatever? Uh, someplace downtown Brooklyn. So, like, off okay. the F. I'm going to either walk or drive there. Okay. You're going, you going over by J Street Metro Tech. Yes, yeah. by J Street Metro Tech. That, the, you, you know, the most romantic place in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> also, knows, is, oh, my God. Last time we were on the podcast, Kenise, isn't that where you peed, the station you peed outside? Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you're making it sound like just willy-nilly. This is a, the thing that Kenise does all the time. This is a one-time thing where I had been stuck on a train after drinking like the equivalent of three glasses of water and three glasses of wine. It was bad news for everybody. I needed to pee. I looked for somewhere else to do it, and then public is where it happened. 
Yes, so we can walk by that and I can point to it as a, a historic moment for myself, a low point, if you will. That's, That's a good thing to bring up on a first date. Yeah, you should bring it up on this date. <laughs> like, see that spot in the street? That's where I relieved myself a few months ago. Ooh, that was uh, like two years ago. That's, it's fine. Where does this guy live? Why did he pick J Street? Why did he pick he that area? He lives in Manhattan. Oh. So it's downtown, like halfway. Downtown Brooklyn is a weird place. Yeah, it's a weird place. It's not a date place. Okay, Jesus. Dude, you should, you, you gotta, see, when, when so you're dating someone in a different borough, it, you should just be like, oh, you don't know a lot of Brooklyn? Come by to my neighborhood and I'll show you all the bars that I like because that way you could just leave and you can walk home if the date's not going well and he gets to see a new bar. I, I used to do that. If it was a girl that I like, wasn't especially like excited about going out with, I'd, I would just pick a place that I could walk home from. That mm -hmm. way, like, I wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be too much of an inconvenience if it didn't go well. Mm, okay. Yeah, you gotta do that, Kenny's. You okay. can't let him. You can't let this guy be choosing bars and especially in, if he's in, choosing them away from where both of you live. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Where, what part of Manhattan does he live in? Uh, lower. I don't remember. Okay. And he didn't choose any bars in Lower East Side. Be like, oh, why don't you come on over here? The Lower East Side's great. There's I haven't million. been to a bar in the Lower East Side in. 10 months, eight months. I was, I was there when the day that, that we found out that Biden won and it was fucking popping. It was like the virus wasn't there. I also ended up down there. I went to, we went to the rehearsal for SNL that day. Oh, nice. After that was over, we like wanted to get some ramen. And so we went to a ramen place, but then everything was about to shut down. So we had to take the ramen to go and we had to eat it in, we had to eat it in Washington Square Park. And it was, it was like the fucking purge at that park. It was, <laughs> it was so scary. They had like, a lot of the lights were out, I think to discourage people from gathering there. Sure. So it was like, it felt like Gotham. It really felt like, <laughs> you know, like hear stories about New York City in like the seventies and it, you could just like get stabbed at any time. That's how it felt. <laughs> it was nuts. So a man was burning the American flag in the park and then they were like letting off all these fireworks. It felt like the apocalypse. <laughs> Dude, that's wild. That sounds all, terrible. All that to say, I was also in the Lower East Side. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it was, I was there because my cousin lives there, and I she has like a she had like a roof, and I hadn't seen her in a while, so I was like, all right. So then we like hung out on her roof, and then people were like banging drums. I like walked. I walked home. I like walked to I, because I was like, oh, it's a beautiful night. Like it's seventy degrees in November. Like this is never gonna happen again. Trump's not the president, you know, whatever. And I was just like, and I fucking walked home, and it, it was just like people partying on the streets, people like drinking, just like openly drinking. Like, it was like, it felt like coronavirus just wasn't happening there. And I've been told that like St. Mark Street has just been like that since March. Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. Like remember Fumi told us he was like there and then he like, it was just like popping at like one in the morning. Like people were just like yeah. all over St. Mark's. I think it's like the secret hangout. Like if you want to, if you want to, you know, party and you're totally fine with getting coronavirus and go to St. Mark Street. Did you guys feel that uh did you guys because I remember I live in Williamsburg and so like obviously like shit was popping the fuck off whenever we realized that Biden got elected. Yeah. I did not feel that like jump for joy sensation that it seemed like a lot of people felt. I felt like I felt encouraged. I was like yeah. this is a good sign but I did not feel like doing cartwheels or like oh, no. standing on top of a car and that's what people were doing. People were like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that and oh. I, 
no. I, didn't have that I was happy that everyone else was happy and that made me happy. And I was like, okay, everyone's happy. We're all enjoying the moment. And then I was like, this is nice. And, but I wasn't like, yeah, I had no urge to go out and celebrate. Really? <laughs> I, oh man, for me, it's not joy. Joy is like a positive thing. Uh, this is just the abs, like the sudden absence of a negative thing. So it feels like someone had like a boot on my back for four years. And then someone saying, Hey, this boot's about to get taken off. And I'm like, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) I heard, I saw on Instagram, I was like scrolling and then someone like it showed me like a second after they posted just like an image of like Joe Biden pronounced winner or whatever. And then out of like, out of a deep part of myself, just like this wicked laugh just like a cackle, like, like loud and visceral and kind of gross. Like I just laughed for like a long time. And then I just started hearing people shout and I was like, Oh, we all just feel this relief. And it, yeah, joy makes it seem like I love Biden, which I don't. It's more like, I'm so happy that this man has lost and that my suspicions about the worst of humanity aren't being confirmed over and over and over again. That at least there's a small break in that. And that's yeah. nice. That's yeah, cool. for a hot second. There yeah. were people cheering in Prosper Park, remember? Like the day after, they were just like randomly cheering for no reason. And yeah. I was like, okay, this is like too much. This is like, you guys. Come on, that was fun though. That was it fun. Was... <laughs> but you know what? It would have been more fun if there were less white people at the park. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was like a, it was absolute like white people starting to cheer. And you know that they were starting to cheer because they're like, we don't got to pay attention to politics no more. <laughs> like, you know, like that kind of shit. And I was that like. That did feel like, that did mm. feel like the majority of where the uh, cartwheel energy was coming from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. That, did feel like it was like mostly white people. I want to see what the Bronx looks like. You know? Ooh, I would love to <laughs> yeah. see those photos. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I was ha- I was like, oh, people are celebrating great. Like I- I'm happy to go out. I haven't had it was a beautiful day. I haven't had a reason to be happy. I'll enjoy I'll engage. I'll engage. <laughs> Rohan, your, your, your girlfriend listens to yeah. this. girlfriend listening to this. Like, what the look, fuck? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. It's like, I haven't had a single good thing happen in my life. No No positive things. (laughs) Nobody nobody and nothing makes me Nobody gets me. Nobody relates to me. I can't. can't, Yeah, and it's just like, so everyone's outside. Yeah, I'll celebrate. Yeah, next podcast episode, be like, oh, we broke up. (laughs) Listen to the pod. We broke up. I hope not. I like her. I told you not to ruin it. Don't with your words here. Okay. Okay, so you have run into both Rohan and I on dates. You've given us the tip about cooking together. I would like more advice on how to date better because I don't feel like I'm doing a good job of it right now. What do you think your what do you think your main problem is? I don't know. I know that there must be one because it's unsatisfactory, but uh Rohan, you know me. What what Rohan, what's my problem? <laughs> Nah, you just you just give up too easy. <laughs> what? That's, that's not that's not like the right. I mean, like that's me oversimplifying it. How does explain? Now you have a checklist, and then if a, someone doesn't meet one of the things on your checklist, you just like write them off forever. And that and is inaccurate. The, that's not inaccurate. No, it is, and I know this because I used to talk to my therapist about it, uh-huh. and he's like, "Kenise, I think your standards are too high." And then I talked to him about the people that I date, and he was like, "No, your standards are not too high at all." Well, I'm not saying that your standards you are too high. You probably have higher standards. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, you need to take that checklist, and you need to like 
break it out into two parts, one that are ultimate deal breakers and one that are like, we need to deal with this as we, I can deal with this for a little while or like, you know, like uh, this is something that we need to work on in our relationship. And then if there are too many, I mean like, and obviously if there are too many deal breakers then end it. But if there are other things that, that can just be worked on or that you notice in a lot of guys that are like, I don't know, whatever. I don't want to say that it's your problem. This is, this is, <laughs> this is like, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you need to, you need to define your deal breakers better, I guess. Okay. I don't know. But you do, you do like, like if someone like, like pisses you off in a way that you're just like, I can't get over this. I'm never going to get over this done. And it's like, maybe that's true. I mean, maybe 99% of cases is true, but also it could like be an instance where, uh, I could be a little bit more forgiving or you've just met trash guys. Like that is completely possible. (laughs) I exist, so I like know that there are many men like me. <laughs> Rohan, so, you're not trans. No, no, no. Okay, but you know what I mean. So what I will say is that you you find out like because I I like I think you, you like every man is or a lot of men, especially comedians, I think can be aware of like their own trash qualities because I think to like be a comic, you have to be like self aware in that way mm-hmm. to be a good one. Uh, but I think I hear stories sometimes where like I'm like. I was like, human beings don't act like that. You know, like I've heard stories from like friends of mine who have gone out on dates with men where I'm like, that's not, a person wouldn't behave yeah. like that. And they're like, no, they, ha- they, they do and they have. This has mm-hmm. really happened to me. And I also thought that like, I don't, I also thought that it was, I thought that it was specifically a straight man problem. And I think becoming really close to Alex has made me realize it's an all men problem, gay or straight. That we're all, it's, we're, there's just, it's we're all we're bad we're bad kind of as a as a group and sometimes bad in ways that i find like unconscionable i'm like that's there's no way mm-hmm. there's no way somebody like I, I was talking to one of my friends and she was like yeah i like asked a guy if we should split the check like on this date i asked if we should split the check and he was like no don't worry about it i got it and then he paid for it and then later on did a venmo request no <laughs> what you know what I mean? Stuff like that where you're like, this is, there's really people out here like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are. God uh, damn. No. I, w- wait, can we talk about this man that you're about to go on a date with? Can yeah, you yeah. Sure. What, would you say he, uh, f- f- would you say he fits the description of the previous men that I've seen you out with? No, he does not. Whoa. What, it, what 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 doesn't fit about him fit? Yeah, the, what would you say is the main difference? He doesn't uh, have a his, his name is. Okay. <laughs> his name's. Okay, yeah. so he's not it's Jewish. Not, yes. He's yes, not he's Jewish. not Jewish. Okay. And he's, he's, the way you sounded so proud of yourself. <laughs> you sounded so proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's. That's how I, I had to imagine. set all of my things because the internet keeps trying to match me with white men. I had to set all of my things away from white men. <laughs> That's so funny. In order to see not white men. You are like you sound like a white woman who's his name his name is Rohan. Exactly. That's <laughs> I did not. I, I didn't whisper I, it like that. I imagine there's been white women that I've gone out with and her yeah. friends are like, Who are you going out with? And she's like, Devin. Devin. <laughs> Look, there he, there he is. <laughs> I am a hero. How yeah, did you, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. 
How, wow. how did you okay, end this guy? Wow. Okay, now make me feel like a real piece of shit <laughs> for answering the goddamn question. It's the okay. way you answered it. It is the way that you answered wow. it. Wow. You were so pleased with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> He's got an ethnic name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But this guy clearly he doesn't know what he's doing because he's taking it downtown Brooklyn. But what what where did you what app did you meet on? Okay, Cupid. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and you can filter I know it's old race. school, but I like the match percentage. I, I on Tinder, you're like just seeing a photo of the person. Some of these people are conservatives. Some of these people don't tip. There's just like all these things that I'm like, I would like to filter out people who do some of these things. When I think of OK Cupid, I think of divorces. I think OK Cupid is really is for people on their second or third marriage, really just trying to. Oh, that's interesting. That's what my, I think. Mine, okay, Cupid is like, and I, this is going to sound horrible. Okay, Cupid is like three steps above Craigslist. That's kind of what I think. Ah! <laughs> That's way worse than what I said. <laughs> That's way worse. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what I think about it. It's not true. It could obviously just like not be true, but it, there's just like the people I've met on okay, Cupid have all been like weird. <laughs> I'm weird. You're not. No, no, no. But also, I will say, in fairness, it was like in my transition of moving from Boston to New York. So it was people I was meeting in New Jersey, and I was like, "Oh no, this is not good." <laughs> yeah, that's a New Jersey problem. Don't pin yeah, that yeah, on yeah. all of us. That's true. But you—that's you, your like most successful app, right, Kenny? Yes, that is yeah, the app so that I have more I luck could, on than other apps. So that's why. I yeah, think. that's interesting. And you can filter on race. Weirdos like me, but then also, I guess that would explain the constant issues I have around dating. I don't know. <laughs> But it's, I mean, also now it's like just, I don't know, it's, it's the, in this quarantine time, it's like, it's even harder to develop like a intimate relationship with someone when you're not having regular daily social interactions in general. Like you're not taking the train every day. You're not seeing people at like your office. You're not seeing people at shows. You're like not doing any of that. So going on a date is not just you trying to find someone it's also your only social interaction without your roommates during the week and that like puts so much pressure on shit that doesn't need to be there yeah that shit sucks you hit it right on the head Ron. yeah it just fucking sucks shit <laughs> like to add, that's another level of pressure i also felt like like yeah i was i was kind of seeing this girl for some for some months like over the summer and it's this weird thing where it's like yeah, like you're not really, you're also just seeing each other in this really specific context. So it was like very like, we kind of settled into like this, we've been dating for years kind of pattern when we'd only really been seeing each other for a couple months. We kind of settled into this thing where it was like, okay, day's over. All right, are you coming to my house or I'm coming to your house? Okay, what do you want to eat? All right, we'll eat that. And then we like watch something on TV and we just like go to bed. And that's like, that's like every hang, cause that's like kind of what there is to do. Right. Yeah. I don't know. We settled into that pattern like really fast, and I was just like, I, "This is, this does not work for me." So, it, and and also, you don't get to really see them around your friends. You don't get to right. see them like normal social yep. spaces. So it's hard to even know whether or not it's a thing that you. Yes. Do. Oh, mm-hmm. I need to see someone in a social environment to know yep. if I feel that like because I I was seeing someone for a while over the summer, whatever, and. To see him interact with other people, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, this isn't what I expected at all. What? Yeah. Why are you like this? <laughs> like, yeah. I 
I took this girl to a couple places and she would just go and like, she would just kind of be silent. We would go to places and she just would like not talk for like an hour. And somebody would have to be like, hey, like, are you, are you good? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm good. But she would just like, she's like, like a prop would just like, really uh, yeah, yeah. Just, and I was like, that, I was like, this is, it's weird that you don't speak in these social settings. Totally. Yeah, you, to, you got to learn stuff like that. Yeah. No, no, no. That's, that's, that has been a nice thing about dating uh, my current girlfriend is that like, we, we've done a couple of like, Zoom calls with friends and she just will like, oh, or, and like, or like family. She'll just talk whenever she wants to talk. And I'm like, oh, perfect. This is good. <laughs> like you're interacting. You're like not afraid to interact. You're not afraid to say like what you want to say. And you're like not being overbearing and you ask questions. Perfect. That's all yeah. I want. It's easy. Yeah. That is good. Those yeah. Are, those are good qualities. Yeah. You got to ask questions. That's the, that's the main thing. At least with me. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah dude so okay he, what's his deal what else is deal yeah what's happening with yeah, what kind of deal like, he? <laughs> what's his job i forget let me look up what he does and just give it all on a very public podcast hell yeah no it's okay this there's guy a, there's a million in new york yeah city. exactly so yeah you're never gonna know which one duh. it may be terribly obvious I how, okay how many how many questions did it take to ask you out or how many interactions, yeah, like, yeah. testing and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think we talked for, like, a while. And I think I'm going to – I think talking more is better. So, like, I know your Ooh. rule is, like, within the first, like, five messages is to ask the person out. But when it comes to, like, now, where, like, I'm not going to go out with that many people, I want to know more. I want to mm -hmm. have put in some legwork to get the sense that this is a worthwhile interaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has to be a little bit more than that. We have to have some sort of banter. So yeah. it was a little bit more than I think the standard, but it wasn't like five days of nothing, if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, okay. That's good. Just like random back and forth or anything. Okay, sick. That's yeah. great. I think so. But you only have that one date plan for this week. Yeah, just one date. I'm talking to some other people and we'll see, but uh, maybe not. I don't Let me know. ask you this, Devin, because we talked about this on the last episode of the pod. But yes. Kenise has people that she sexed with and she hasn't met yet. And do you, have you ever done that with somebody? There is a girl who, I, I would say that that, that is almost, that almost has never happened for me. It's happened I'm, like once, man. I'm not a huge sexter just personally. Like mm -hmm. that's just not really my vibe. I will do it if that's the vibe, but like mm -hmm. I, I don't tend to initiate it. Same. But I will like, I'll, pl I'll play. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but there is a girl who lives in Italy that I've been messaging with. Oh, and yeah. We have sent each other a couple of pics. And oh. she, I don't know, she's like stunning. She's like, <laughs> really, like I'm like, How did she find you? Or she, you find like, she like saw like a set that I did that came out. She saw one of those. Oh, oh yeah. And then the set came out. And then she like DM'd me and was like, I thought, I think you're so funny. And we just like, we have talked very sporadically, but like recently we've kind of been like sending like video messages to each other. Like talk, it's been interesting. I've never had a thing like this. I have decided like in the event that I like, in the event that I get another job after this, then I'm definitely, I'm going to go to Italy for sure. Sure. Do it. Do it. You got to. Do it. Have a sex vacation yeah. in Italy. I think it's important that you do it. It's just, I mean, why not? Yeah. 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 I also think that it's just easier to be like more yourself with somebody when there's like a long distance thing. And I don't know why that necessarily is. I mean, maybe. I think I'm forthcoming with my feelings. Like, I think I was like, 
I told that I was like, I was like, I have a crush on you, which is not a thing that I would say it's to a girl who lived in New York who could yeah. come to my house that day. I would not. <laughs> yeah, there's no risk involved. Yeah. You can say yeah. wild shit, and if, what if they don't like it? What you you lose a person who you haven't really seen anyway? Yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah. It's exactly. So yeah. low risk. I, that's I why I like the sexting thing. Yeah. It's highly low risk. Not only like from a COVID perspective, for, but also from a, like a. If a dude is bad at like sex, you're already there. It's like this whole thing. But like, mm-hmm. if a dude is bad at sexting, you're just like, oh, well, I'll just will take a long time to respond, and this will just fade out naturally. Like, I don't have to do anything or experience this as a bad thing. Like, does that make sense? I feel like those are two. Those are two ex- like very distinctly different things. Like you know, like I feel like you could be good at sexting and be bad at sex. Yeah, and- that's oh, for sure. Hundred percent. So it's like. I don't know. I feel like that's risky. Really? If you if you never plan on meeting them for sex, if you just is that, your, is sex that your deal? Is that no, your deal? That's not my deal. It's <laughs> down, okay. And I'm not trying to have this spread around. That that's my fucking deal. That's your deal. She's done it. You. It's just what a I'm thing that I have like, done. What I'm asking is like, with these people, is that your intent? Like, when you start the sex, then are you like, I have no intention. Like, I just want this to be that. Yeah. You know, you know that going in. Yeah. Oh, see, that's interesting. I yeah. don't. Rohan, have you have you had this? I did it once, and it was. Then we met up, and it didn't like. It was weird, and then I was like, "All right, I don't want to do this anymore." But yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it happened. She initiated it, and I was like, "What? This is this is okay?" And because I'm not a big sexter either, I don't like to initiate. I'm not like good at it. Uh, and like, I was just like, "Uh, you know, we were whatever. We were sexting the whole day, and then we met, and it didn't, there was like no chemistry." And I was like, "Oh, well." I don't think I want to do that again. <laughs> you, know, you know, and that is the thing that I'm a little bit afraid of with this Italian girl. Like, what if we actually go hang out? But then I'm like, then I'm just in Italy. Yeah. Just, <laughs> right. 100%. What part of Italy is she in? I need to figure that out. I just, <laughs> I just found out what her name was. Okay. So she, she, doesn't, she doesn't have her name like listed on her. Right. Like, yeah. I mean? And so yeah. I just, I just asked her like, what is your actual name? So I just got there. I'm not exactly sure where she is in Italy. We'll get, well, we don't need to, I don't even need to know that, but we'll get okay. there. Okay. Um, that rocks. I was going to say with, yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to be awesome. This girl's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that uh, with, with male comedians and sexting, I feel like we've heard so many girl comics do bits about weird sexting stuff. I feel like that makes me much less like, like, I'm just, I got to really think hard about it before I send this to somebody. Cause I'm right. like, other other people will be seeing this and so <laughs> i definitely i'm very i'll smooth do like a uh like an instagram like one of those pictures that like disappears yeah. i'll like yeah. send that as a sext where it's like you can only see it for three seconds and you just mm-hmm. gotta enjoy that i try not to leave a, a dick paper trail ah. and it's like I, always tough to know how to like really get the best version of yourself you know it's <laughs> It's hard to really know. Like, oh, it's horrible. You guys are talking yeah. about taking photos of your junk. I don't do that. So yeah. the people that I sext, they they do not get pictures of my Do body. you get pictures of their junk? Yeah, yeah everyone wants to send that. But I'm like, just <laughs> say words. Just say words. Oh, that's what you want? You're just trying to do like an, like an erotica. An erotica. Yes. Oh. I mean, but it's like you want a visual aid to go along with the words. I mean, sure, it's not, like most people aren't good photographers, so it's not, you're not helping your cases. I'm just 
Yeah, I, I do worry I about that. I add to the complex, but yeah, I, I studied it. I have very firm opinions about what makes a good photo, and a lot of these okay. photos aren't it. Let's talk about that, because I'm not sure that I know. I don't do, I try not to do, I usually don't do like straight up dick. Yes. Because that, yes. that is aggressive. I try mm -hmm. to, I tend to do like sort of like a, like dick in boxers. Or like okay. a, you know what I mean? Sort so of you're like playing a, with light and shadow there. Yeah, like I like to like here's here's imprint, here's yeah. imprint. Okay. Have, or I'll have like uh, I have like shorts that I wear like, like underneath my shorts when I play basketball, like compression shorts. Sometimes yes. you, get a, you get a dick in compression shorts. Uh. Vi video or not video, but picture, because it's like you see it, but it's not like you don't have to see everything, because some that right. could be a lot. Yeah. Veins and stuff. It's like you don't. Maybe you don't want to see all that. But, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I think that the, that what you're working with is good. I think like when you're talking about like light and shadow and hinting at something, I think that is good. What I worry is like compositionally, you got to think about what's in the background, like what's behind you, or is it just yeah. the different? Am I seeing a silhouette? Where are you stopping the angle of the or the top of the frame to best accent your body? Because some people put it like too low, and it makes it it just. There's ways to frame it so that you look your best, and I don't think some people know that that's good framing. Oh, for sure. And like lighting, like is it a shitty overhead uh, industrial lighting that's also kind of low so it looks grainier, like your dick is being held hostage, or is it like actual <laughs> good lighting? Like that's important. Okay, so maybe, maybe uh, pull out the ring light. That's maybe maybe pull out the ring light and don't do it dead on do it at an angle so you can really elongate that sh shadow and like make it very suggestive that is yeah. i i it's a, this is the thing i worry about like, is this <laughs> now, what you gotta do is you gotta put anything that i've ever received i'm not sharing that with people i will say dick in the ring light yeah you put the dick in the ring light that's what oh you got i don't like it i don't like it at all <laughs> weird thing where like the head is dark but the sides are lit that's dumb it's like oh i didn't see you there and it just like, was, uh, the way that that would the lighting would flatten what you were working with so that it would just look like a head attached to your torso like that's bad that's bad no and what about a side angle like you're standing on the side and she can like kind of see a little bit of your dick but like not not everything and but but you see the butt and you see like you know you have a nice oh, body okay, and shit. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play yeah. with angles. That's... Also, you own a mirror. Play with that. Play with reflections and showing some and hiding some. Play with these things. Also, what's what's your stance on like how, how like how erect should the penis be or should it be erect at all or should it just be or should it be? I think the I think the secret is to you got to have like a like a sixty like a sixty percent there. Yep. Feel. Yes. You know yes. What I mean? You can't, you don't gotta, you can't be like, oh, <laughs> you can't, you can't uh, be For right. the listeners, Dennis raised his arms into the air <laughs> to represent all out. You can't, yeah. you can't be. Yay. <laughs> You're dick, you trying too hard. Yeah, uh, I think 60 is a good aim. Uh, I think full, full it can be a bit more aggressive where it's like, you have to handle something right now. <laughs> like that. Yeah. That's a little bit much, but I question the people who were sending completely soft. Like, that's murderer shit. That's yeah. absolutely no, that's absolutely not. <laughs> at, at zero percent, you're zero percent. I received zero percent, and I was like, "What are you trying to say?" <laughs> like, because a zero percent dick is just sad. 
a zero percent dick is like yeah no 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 you don't even want people to see your zero percent dick that's like the most shameful version of it the zero percent dick like when you get in the shower at first when it's like still cold you're like you're fully you're covered up you don't even want people looking at your zero percent dick it's a shameful thing (laughs) it's bad oh yeah it's Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I had a girl tell me once it was fascinating how how like your dick grows. <laughs> She's like, do you yeah. feel it? She's like, yeah. do you feel it growing? And I'm like, a little bit. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, I that is a like for a lady, like things happen, but it's not like a part of our body just like expands <laughs> and then goes into someone else's body. That's weird. Yeah. Like that's that seems sensationally strange yeah. and foreign to me. Devin, I feel like you're taking good dick pics, dude. I feel like you're taking good sex. You're taking good thirst traps who's who's to say who's to say i truly this, have no idea this woman still talking to you i don't think yeah sure but women just keep talking to men after they do all kinds of <laughs> that's true. That's that's true. True. very true so it's like women will like so like just because a woman continues to talk to you does not mean that you're doing good no no that's a good point <laughs> well uh so we are coming up on the hour and how we end every episode is with final thoughts. Are there things that you've reconsidered, things you want to reiterate, or just, hey, listeners, know this about me? You know, I think maybe this has reaffirmed my, my thought that like, uh, like having a quarantine relationship, specifically in New York City, I think is inherently flawed. Yeah. I think it's like the way that quarantine exists here really makes it hard to like get really get to know somebody in a real way and date mm-hmm. them. Uh, so yeah, I think that's, I think it's something I already thought. And now I think it even more. Mm. Now that we, now that we totally. And yeah. also that, uh, Kenise is really proud of herself for diversifying her dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's, and that's beautiful. You gotta find, I will say during the quarantine, I have like really like, I've, I've had a pretty like anti-white women face, like a yes. pretty, it's been, it's been pretty, uh, I don't know. There was there's a Jewish girl that I that I have hooked up with and, like during quarantine, and she was like, "So what do you want to do with this?" And I'm like, "I can't. Come no. on, come on. I can't. Not not right now. In yeah. This, I right. can't. I don't. I can't do that." And no, she no. she understood. Yeah. No, I I understand. That so, makes sense. I, I'm like Kanisan that I'm really I'm 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 finding my. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking. <laughs> Oh man, it's like it's like I'm looking for what what if just someone in their profile was like I'm looking for my to my Pam. <laughs> no, even a character on the office. I don't know. I'm looking for my Stanley to my Phyllis. <laughs> you know, like some dumb shit like that. Uh, someone probably has. Uh, I want to. I want to take this time to reiterate that there's nothing if you haven't met the right person there's it's not about it's not just about you it's like you know there it's dating is very hard in this climate and there's no need to beat yourself up more if you're not finding the right person because finding the right person is also not necessarily going to make you happy so just Mm -hmm. you know so just you know remember that it's hard to date in these times keep keep positive I don't know why I laughed after that. It's true. He's positive. He said, he said, one, he said one earnest thing and his body just wouldn't let it happen. <laughs> one earnest thing and his body. Yeah. Uh, no, I got a joke about this shit. Also, if you feel like you're... Uh, actually, no, I'm not going to say that, but go ahead. Yeah, what are you going to say? No, it's, 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 I started taking antidepressants and it's helped me a lot. So if you, are, if you are worried about taking antidepressants like I was for 34 years of my life, don't be worried about it. It's good. Do it. Okay. Yeah, do it. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
maybe I'll, I'll see. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if I'm, I'm there yet, but maybe I will. Okay. It's mm-hmm. fine. My final thought is that I'm never telling either of you the name of anyone I'm dating ever again. <laughs> going to be. And I'm going to stop going on dates in Clinton Hill because that's where I've run into you. <laughs> that's where we've seen each other. The last time was at Doris. Where was the first time? Sisters. Oh, those are like my two favorite bars. Well, I'm not taking any dates there. That's a thing that I know now. Those are also my two favorite bars. And I have to, I'll have to go to other places as a result of the threat of seeing you. So. <laughs> the threat. Threat. <laughs> the threat of seeing you. That's why I, Devin. That's why I'm, not, I'm not one of the easy targets because I'm a threat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Devin, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you know, just find me on, on Instagram or Twitter at internet Devin, D-E-V-O-N. And sometimes I make stuff for Comedy Central. So, you know, check. I'll, I'm there sometimes as well yeah. on, their, on their social platforms. Hell yeah. Rohan? Uh, Rohan Padia Cool Guy on Instagram. I am Rohan Cool Guy on Twitter. Uh, follow the, you know, like the podcast, rate it, give us five stars, leave a nice review. If you don't like the podcast, leave five stars and leave a nice review anyway, because yeah. it helps us get people who will like the podcast. So also you're wrong. If you don't yeah. like this. Yeah, true. A hundred percent you're wrong. I can't I can't state this enough. There's yeah. some, probably something wrong with you and not with us. So yeah. this is a you problem. Um, but thank you for listening, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me. I'm Kenise Mobley on all the platforms that includes Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Venmo, YouTube. Just, you know, send me money. Send the podcast money. Send the other people money because you've probably been saving because a lot of people have and you should spread that goodness around. This has been Love About Town. Thank you so much for listening. Bye, everyone. Thanks Bye. For listening.